our grandparents or our parents are not going into a facility. Mm. We're going to do what we can to keep them at home as long as possible. So my grandfather um, ended up having the This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this 22nd edition of Black Wall Street Today, sponsored by Hampton Roads Black Restaurant Week. If you happen to be tuning in from our home base right here in Hampton Roads, Virginia, this is an amazing week to try out J&K Style Grill, Mango Mango, Census Vegan, or all of the above. And definitely tell them that we sent you. This is hashtag WCW or Women Crush Wednesday, leading healthcare entrepreneurs. I know we're going to hear some incredible stories of perseverance and some awesome information about conducting oneself within the healthcare space. I absolutely can't wait. I do want to point out in light of Black History Month that today's guests are following in the footsteps of many dynamic leaders in healthcare. In fact, most people recognize Sojourner Truth as a fervent, fervent abolitionist who was able to escape slavery and advocate for the rights of blacks and women, but many don't know about her own career as a nurse. During her enslavement, she served as a nurse to the Dumont family. When she achieved freedom, she worked for the National Freedmen's Relief Association in Washington, D.C. As part of this position, she often spoke before Congress, advocating for nursing education and formal training programs. Not only that, Mamie Phipps Clark was the first African-American woman to earn a doctorate degree in psychology from Columbia University. She previously earned both her bachelor's and master's degrees from Howard University. Her experience in college and specifically graduate level courses helped Clark realize the shortage of psychological services available to the African-American community and other minorities. Her groundbreaking research on the impact of race on child development helped end segregation and was influential in desegregation efforts, including the Brown versus Board of Education in 1954. It was her dedication and passion for adequate mental health services for all that prompted Dr. Clark to open her own agency to provide comprehensive psychological services to the poor, to blacks in particular, as well as to families. In February of 1946, Dr. Clark and her husband opened the doors of the Northside Center for Child Development for those in the Harlem area. She worked in the center counseling and providing other psychological services from 1946 until 1979 when she retired. And although she retired, Clark served on different advisory boards and was still very active within her community up until the early 80s when she passed away. So with that, our very first guest, Ms. Alexandria Davis. Uh, with the launching of her business, Milestone LLC, Alexandria Davis' mission is to raise awareness of mental health issues in the local community and to help the affected population realize effective solutions and options in order to become more active and productive members of their community. Milestone focuses on treating its clients as unique individuals with a specific focus on early identification of mental health issues and the appropriate intervention. As a strengths-based business, Milestone emphasizes the potential of each individual and encourages independence and integration in a productive role in the community for all individuals. Alexandria, I'm so excited to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm so inspired, first of all. You know I have a background in mental health. Right. Um, and there's just a huge need in our community. So I want to hear about... How it is that you got started? Why did you get started in mental health? Well, <clears throat> I wanted to give back more to our community 
and um, I have about 12, 14 years experience in community mental health. Wow. And uh, my inspiration for starting it initially was my daughter. I have a six-year-old, Bailey, and um, it just became much greater to give back to the community that we serve, um, to really be uh, an advocate for those individuals who cannot advocate for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And so there's such a great concentration in terms of the need in our community. And I think folks need to see people that look like us. Right. Because we a lot of times we don't talk about mental health in our community. We've taught to keep it in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've taught to, um, you know, don't tell anybody the family business. Well, how can I not tell the family business when the family is the one that's hurting me? So mm-hmm. a lot of times we I know I run into a lot of clients that do not have a lot of primary care providers or therapists that look like them. So mm-hmm. just being able to be that inspiration of hope, I still conduct my own assessments now. And so just going out when I talk to wow. in the community. So you're can, not hands off. You no. are in there with the day-to-day grind, yeah. working with so those. That actually give our clients a little uh, relief and a little bit of the personal touch because they, they see me when I do the assessments and kind of give them that added encouragement to want to do better I love it okay so take me back even further you said 12 to 14 years this was something that you just knew kind of yes well I my undergrad is in social work so okay I was a social work student so of course you know newly graduating you want to say the world mm-hmm. you want to be able to you know <laughs> and, and, you know that doesn't always happen that way so um just doing community mental health and I you know, saw it was done the wrong way and I kind of wanted to do it the right way. Yeah. Kind of um, keep the focus on service first. Mm-hmm. So service first, God first, because without him, none of this was been possible. And then just serving the community. That's awesome. So I have two questions. First, I want to ask, when you are wanting to reach new clients, Right, and you're wanting to kind of get the word out that these services are available and that they benefit us. Is there resistance there? And if so, how is your agency kind of working to break that down? Absolutely. The resistance is always there because who wants to say they have a mental health diagnosis? Who wants to say that they have, they are different, right? When we live in a society that wants us to be the same. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we have barriers. So, I again, you know, let them know there's no judgment. Um, all of us suffers from some mental health uh, sure. diagnosis. So sure. just kind of normalizing the behaviors and just normalizing that it's okay to seek help. Because once we've identified it, then it's like, okay, well, here are the resources that you need to partake in in order to get the treatment that's needed. And so what does that look like practically? Are you out in the community giving talks about yeah. mental health? So we do, uh, last year we did what we call a mental health uh, seminar where we were at uh, Portsmouth Social Services because the agency is located in Portsmouth, even okay. though we service the entire Hampton Roads area. So we did a mental health talk. So we invited everybody out in the community. It was a free event. And we had a, a psychologist, myself was there. We kind of did a round table to kind of just discuss mental health, some of the uh, maybe triggers and just some of the common known mental health diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And we were just able to just have a dialogue. So that was available for family members because sometimes it can be trainful on family members that, you know, do not know what's happening with their particular family member because Mm -hmm. it's like, 
you know, if you're not trained in the profession, a lot of people do not know the behaviors or triggers. If you're just tuning in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. We're having a great conversation with uh, Alexandria Davis, who is the owner of Milestone Mental Health Agency, just talking about her practice and how it is that she's able to give back to the community. I have a question there. You mentioned something um, about the impact of mental health on family members. Um, what kind of services or resources are there to support family members? Well, the NAMI group is available for uh, the family, but I, what I've done at Milestone is provided that we do have a group for the family members hmm. to come in to just talk about, you know, how, the, how they're being affected from their vantage point. So we do have a group. Wow. For our for our family members, for those of in the the individual that's involved because we have a children's program we do intensive at home okay so for the parents the uncles aunts anyone that's involved in the child life because we know it takes a village right so we try to use all of the resources that we can to kind of provide wraparound services I'm going to gonna have you say more about that mm-hmm. part in a second because okay. I definitely want people to know how they can reach you and what they should be reaching out to you for um, but before we get to that let me ask this and this is more of a, a mentorship question, right? When you're thinking about somebody who might be um, ready to venture down that path of starting their own agency. Yeah. So they have the the um, the training in terms of working in counseling. Maybe they don't have the entrepreneurship. Okay. What kind of advice would you give to somebody that wants to become would, your competition? I would say, well, you know, I don't. There's no such thing as competition, right? Whatever God has for me, He has for me, and whatever I like He has that. for the other person, you know, they will receive it as well. But I will say, you know, stay committed to yourself. Uh, motivation. You have to motivate yourself because it's gonna look like you're gonna feel like you're giving up, mm. and it's gonna look like you know. Uh, it's not gonna look the same. So I would definitely say, uh, stay motivated, stay encouraged, even if you have to encourage yourself. And sometimes that is so difficult, but mm. it will happen because if, if it's something that you want and you're gonna try to achieve it, and I will um, just put that out there. If anyone, especially in my field, mm-hmm. is going trying to open up their own mental health agency, contact me because I would be willing to, you know, help motivate them and help give them some little nuggets some that I could use. Absolutely, because oh, if I had some nuggets that I could have used and not make them some of the mistakes I made two, three years ago. Wow, so absolutely, because that's a part of giving back, right? We have to make Huge sure part. we give back. So, just to reiterate. Alexandria is offering herself up for mentorship (laughs) if anyone is moving into the entrepreneurship space in terms of mental health. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm sorry, I'm dropping things over here. So yeah, so let's talk more about specifically the services that you provide and how it is that you can be reached. We provide uh, mental health skill building services, which is services to individuals who's 18 and over, um, they have to have a mental health diagnosis, been hospitalized within their lifetime, and just prescribed psychotropic medications in the past 12 months. Okay. And we help those individuals just to become self-sufficient in their uh, community, and that can look like an array of things, housing, employment, um, helping them get linked to other uh, resources that they have available, just advocating for them. 
We also offer intensive in-home services, which is for the children ages. The youngest is age seven to 17. Okay. And those, we help with those individuals with um, behavior issues, maybe truancy, anger management, any um, in-school suspension or out-of-home placement that we deal with that. We work with those uh, children for that as well, as well with the parents, because we do provide groups for the parents as well. And then we have a crisis stabilization program that we do for adults and children. You mentioned truancy and Mm -hmm. that stuck out when you said that. So is the, are the um, qualifications, so to speak, the same in terms of how you're able to start working with children? Do they also, you know, already have had to have a mental health diagnosis and things like that? With the children, they more so have to have like issues in school because the intensive in-home services are done more so at the home. So we're thinking a combination with the counselor at school and the counselor inside the home. And it's a Medicaid funded program. So those individuals who may need our services do not have to worry. Medicaid will pay 100% of those services. And also for individuals who may meet the criteria for our program but do not have Medicaid, we have been assisting individuals with getting their Medicaid uh, benefits and also bringing them into services because we know that we need somebody need to advocate. That Medicaid application is cumbersome. Mm. So, um, I so know. you said if there's an identified need, something that may be happening at school, that could be enough potentially to get a student, a child, um, in services for intensive at home. Yes, because our services more so happen in the home because we're trying to work on that behavior mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the authority figure, mm-hmm. which a lot of times the behavior will start in the school and carry out at home as well or vice versa. And so we more so stick inside the home. And sometimes we go to, you know, EAP meetings and different things like that for the the IEP meetings for the individual of our school. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. So tell me, so tell folks how you can be reached. Did you already mention that? We are located in Portsmouth. Our address is 613 High Street. Mm-hmm. And our phone number is 757-606-2802. Um, okay. Or you can visit the website. Our website is www.milestonementalhealthagencyva.com. Mentalhealthagencyva.com. People call after the show and they want to figure out how to reach the guests. I think that's great. So 613 High Street. Could you say the phone number once more? 757-606-2802. And and they can ask. Courtney is the office manager. And then Arlette is our program manager. And Michelle is our clinical supervisor. So they can ask for one of those individuals in the office and they're pretty they'll be able to help them okay fantastic let me go back to uh to a business question um where what is your growth scale in terms of your business where do you see yourself five ten years from now in terms of milestone i see um i would love because there's such a tremendous need right and i see with mental health awareness growing the way that it is how are you going? How are you poised to kind of take advantage? I would love for a milestone to maybe uh, attach to a school and give back some scholarships mm. and uh, be give give back more in the community. Um, mm. That's what I would love to see milestone do. I love it that you answered in terms of your contribution, right? <laughs> Most people say, "Oh, you know, I want to have three more locations," and no, no, I want to see us giving back. More. I want to see us giving back because one of the things I think that's the right perspective. When I go out and I market our program, individuals know that we're going to do the work, so we don't really have a uh, 
not gonna say we don't have a need because we refer yes absolutely refer right sure. and we want to grow but um, marketing is easy for us because we have such a passion and compassion for what we do mm-hmm. and so individuals see that and so they always want to be where you're going to take care of them right mm-hmm. so that's why I want to see and how can you do community work if you're not in a community right so that's right. why I was like I want to get a little bit more involved in the community partnership with the school for scholarships anything else yes 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 that's why I see us doing and maybe doing some interns getting getting um, in contact with some of the colleges and taking a couple interns because I have to um, you have those opportunities available now well opportunities? yes if I can get in contact with some of the schools um, okay. I know Norfolk State I've reached out to them but just waiting on them to contact us back and see what it is that we could do Got it. to provide to be an, uh, an internship site for some of the counselors and social workers that they're training mm-hmm. hashtag add this to the list is a delicious treat brought to you by Hampton Roads Black Restaurant Week are there some restaurants you're longing to try in Hampton Roads this is a great week to do it we are supporting black businesses all over the region from Mango Mango in Hampton to J&K Style Grill in Virginia Beach uh, these restauranteurs would love to see your face in the place. Our next guest is Latasha Vaney. After 10 years working in a facility, Latasha Vaney recognized the impact that a caregiver can have on someone's quality of life. Following her passion for taking care of others, she started her own business. As the owner of Caring Hearts and Hands Home Healthcare, Latasha provides personal care services to the elderly or disabled in the privacy of their own home. Latasha, I am so super proud of you, first and foremost. Thank Thank you so much and thanks Welcome. for the opportunity to be on. I appreciate that. It's great having you here. And so I know that Caring Hearts and Hands has developed. It is not just a, a single solution at this point. You're doing all kinds of things under your brand. Talk to the audience about what all you have going on. Okay. Um, I'm the owner of Caring Hearts and Hands, which I started in 2014. Okay. Um, I worked with that business for about three years before branching over to um, a location over in Gloucester, which now I have a partner at that office, um, Ebony Nickens. It's called Home Care Associates. Nice. Um, also, while doing that, I decided that I wanted to help others become business owners as well. So I started what I call CNA Business um, Solutions, which offer the opportunity for other CNAs, which you don't really have to be a CNA, but to others to start their own home care business as well. Okay. Um, And just recently, I started the Caring Hearts and Hands Foundation, which is a nonprofit. um, And what we do is try to give back to the community, you know, to help with the homeless and, you know, provide, you know, something for, you know, others to be able to, a resource to the community. Sure. And I definitely want to hear more about that vision because I think it's an important one. So, wow. Four businesses. It's a lot. Was that your vision starting out? Did you know that you were going to become this quote unquote serial entrepreneur within this healthcare space or did one thing just lead to another? How did we get there? One thing kind of led to another. When I first started, I actually had no clue on what I was doing. I just knew I wanted to be um, a business owner and I wanted to start a home health care agency. Sure. At the time when I started, there was no one that I could actually call and say, Hey, how do I do this? So I kind of learned the ropes by trial and error all mm-hmm. the way through. And, you know, as I learned, I realized that, hey, there's a need for this service or there's a need for that. So I, you know, kind of reached out and learned other areas that, you know, I could add with what I have and grow from there. 
I know when we talked, um, you shared something, one service that you all provide, and I got really excited about it because I know there's a huge need with the elderly in particular. Talk about that service. With the services that we provide, um, what a lot of people don't know is if they have Medicaid, um, we offer services such as uh, meal prep, which is one of them. Um, meal preparation is which, you know, we'll go into the home for the seniors who, um, you know, need meal prep. Maybe they can't move around in the kitchen anymore or, you know, maybe there's no family member to come in and help them with their meals. So we go into the homes and we will prep for them their meals. Of course, with Medicaid, they have to, you know, have another need for services other than just the meal prep. Um, they may need assistance with bathing and dressing, you know, things of that nature, you know, to add with it. But it is a service that's provided through Medicaid, you know, so if you don't have the private pay funds, then Medicaid does cover the services. And that's definitely something that your business and our first guest, Alexandria's business, have in common in yes. terms of the Medicaid funding. funding. Yes. Huge. Huge, yes. And the thing is, a lot of people don't know that those services are available through Medicaid. Right. So, I know that meal prep one. I mean, it just shocked me to yes. hear about it. The meal prep industry is another that has skyrocketed. You know, everybody's talking about meal prep. People are paying hundreds of dollars per week to have meal prep done. And then I'm looking like, man, I wish I could have meal prep done. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and me to hear too. you say that that's something that you can offer seniors who... You know, a lot of times they're living alone. And so it's just, you know, some somehow it's seemingly more convenient for them to eat out. But then obviously not that's as not healthy. as healthy. Exactly. And so to come in and offer that, I mean, I just think that's tremendous. Yes. And we're looking more into it. And then, you know, the more we learn about the services, the more we're going to put it out so that the community is aware that the services are available. Sure. So actually, let me quickly announce if you just tuned in this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today uh, this is our focus on hashtag WCW leading healthcare entrepreneurs we're having a conversation with Miss Latasha Vaney who is the owner of the Caring Hearts and Hands brand I want to hear more about the consulting business um, because you said something critical you said we often lack mentorship Sure. Very true. So we really bust our, our knees and we're twisting our ankles trying to get started. And yes. So talk more about your consultancy. So with the consultant service, what I did was I looked back at how much of a struggle it was for me when I first started. You know, like I said before, there was no one for me to reach out to. You know, there was no information or that I could just grab. Mm -hmm. So um, as I learned everything, I just wanted to be to make myself available to others. So they don't have to go through some of the things that I went through and start up. You know, I'm there to assist them the whole way um, with the consulting services. Um, so far, I've helped about seven or eight people start their own home care businesses in the last couple of years. Wow. Um, I'm always available by phone. You know, a lot of times they call me by phone if they get stuck or if they have a question, you know, and I assist them. Um, I always make myself available. So. Awesome. So let me ask you for some free advice. <laughs> for someone starting out um, with the healthcare business. First of all, what is the market like for your particular clientele? It's um, very competitive. There are so many home care companies out here. Hmm. Um, but what I always say is there's something about my company or something about your company that's going to separate you from everyone else. Mm -hmm. Your brand. So, yes, your you. brand. So, you know, even though it can be competitive, 
I kind of don't look at it in that way. So that's why I'm always open to help someone else open up, some, you know, open up the same type of business. Mm. Um, it's majorly just putting yourself out there. There's a lot of larger companies that's been in business for years. Um, and people are, you know, more willing to go to those companies than you. But you have to brand yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and separate yourself from everyone else. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it sounds like there's a lot of opportunity. In other words, there's a huge need for the services that you're providing. So there is. And it's a good business to get into. It is. And people are aging every day. Um, mm-hmm. So there's services always needed um, each day, you know. Mm. Okay. What else would you tell somebody new? Somebody just starting out, maybe they just finished a CNA, they know they want to start a business. What would you say to them? I would say go for it. Um, You know what your passion is when you start doing something. You know know if it's for you or if it's not. When I first started, taking care of others is what I love to do. You know, so I knew this is the field I wanted. There were so many distractions along the way. There were so many things Mm -hmm. that made me want to say, hey, you know, I can't do this. But then I always went back to my why. Why is it that I'm doing this? And I'm doing this because this is what I love, you know. I watched my grandparents age up in place at home. I took care of them as, you know, I was younger. So I've always had that passion. So that's what made me push to do what it is that I really want to do. Yeah, I think that's huge. Again, if you're just tuning in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. We're talking with Latasha Vaney, the owner of the Caring Hearts and Hands brand. You talked about your why, your grandparents. Um, I feel like our culture doesn't lend itself all the time to taking care of the elderly. So to hear you say, you know, at a really young age, nope, you know, that's the solution I want to put in place. I just think that's commendable because yeah. a lot of times you see the elderly taking care of the elderly. That's you know? true. That's the true. elderly. Yeah. Um, and with my family, we had that thing where, you know, our grandparents or our parents are not going into a facility. Mm. We're going to do what we can to keep them at home as long as possible. So my grandfather um, ended up having dementia, confused, didn't know one day from the other, but it didn't matter. We set up ourselves in shifts and we took care of him and he stayed at home until he passed away. So, you know, the same thing with my grandmother. She ended up having a stroke. Um, She did end up going to a facility because she had needs that we couldn't provide at home. Mm -hmm. But we still took shifts and we made sure we were there Mm -hmm. all the way. Talk about the specific services that you're able to provide. I know we talked about meal prep. I know you talked about some of the other things, too. But what does it look like? I mean, how many hours per week can someone um, get these services for, let's say, their grandparents? The services are, we provide services all the way up from four hours a day to 24 hours a day. Wow. Um, If it's Medicaid, of course, there's, um, you know, there's like numbers that we have to play around with guidelines. You Mm -hmm. may get four hours a day. You may get eight hours a day. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you're lucky and you'll get more. Um, If they're paying private pay, they can pay for whatever hours it is that they would like. And what we do is we go into the home. We do things like bathing and dressing. We do um, am- help them with ambulation. We do toileting. We do light housekeeping. We do wow. the meal preparation. So we do everything to so they can keep their quality of life, you know, and remain in their home. How can you be reached if someone wants to get in contact with you about referring a loved one? Okay, um, you can always contact our office. Um, the office number is 757 757- Um, We're located at 734 City Center Boulevard, Suite C in Newport News, Virginia. 
And our website is CaringHeartsAndHands1.com. We're always available 24 hours a day. Caring Hearts and Hands, the number one.com. One. Yes. And that was 757-873-4000? Yes, correct. Okay. And that's no matter where I am, if I'm looking to receive services, I can start with that with that phone number. Yes, you can. And that number after hours is transferred to an on-call phone, so we're available around the clock. Okay. Yes. And what is, I asked this question earlier because I always like to hear vision. What else is Caring Hearts going to do? Well, my goal right now, we're providing personal care services only, but my goal in the future is to turn it into a skilled service. But we can provide physical therapy, we can provide wound care and all that in the client's home. So that's my goal in the future. I'm working on it. Awesome. Latasha, thank you. This has been an absolute honor. You are an inspiration. Thank you, and thanks so much for the opportunity. For sure. I look forward to having you on again. Thank you. All right. It looks like we actually have uh, Shanita Lacey, the one of the uh, owners of the Black Owned Restaurant Association on the line. Shanita, are you there? I am. How are you, Blair? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for joining us. I was sharing earlier yeah, that for, having me. for sure this week's edition of Hashtag Add This to the List is all about Hampton Roads Black Restaurant Week. Can you give us just a couple minutes? What are some of the exciting things that you have going on? Well, um, Black Restaurant Week is just actually uniting some of the Black-owned restaurants that are participating to be able to provide lunch specials and dinner specials for our patrons. We um, actually, uh, it's very interactive with our um, Hampton Road Black Restaurant Week bingo, where you take your bingo card around and you receive a sticker for the restaurants that you that you went to and and enjoy some of their food okay and you guys are doing some giveaways with that as well we sure do we have um a stay we have a whole a whole package they'll get they'll have a stay at the mango bed and breakfast they'll have brunch at mangoes lunch at room bistro and also be able to receive some other incentives that we have that that will go along with that package let me go get my bingo card that is exciting shanita yeah, you can actually print that bingo card offline. Okay. Uh, our website is uh, HamptonRoadsBRW.com, and you can print that bingo card out and carry it around with you. And when you get to the last restaurant, you drop it off there, and then one of the Black-Owned Restaurant Association members will pick those up, and we'll have a drawing um, next week. Wonderful. Shanita, before I let you go, can you give us give us maybe 10 of the participating restaurants? I know we talked about Mango Mango already. Who else is participating? Uh, well, so, of course, we have Mango Mango. We have Wing Bistro. We have Beyond Vegan Cell Food, Phoenix Restaurant and Lounge. We have Jet and K Style Grill. We have a... Um, we have a plethora of restaurants. My goodness, we have Martin Soul Food. Wow. And Jerk Time, which is a which is an actual food truck. And okay. okay. Yeah, and if you go to our website, everything, all the information is up there. The website is HamptonRoadBRW.com. Put your email address in there, and we'll be able to send you updates. Follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and you'll be able to get pictures and see all the things that are going on in the community. With Perfect, Black Shanita. 
Thank you so much for calling in. We are all participating and super excited. Um, thank you again for this yes. for this offering, and we'll talk soon. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Our final guest in our hashtag WCW leading healthcare entrepreneurs is a nurse entrepreneur, author, and speaker. Arlie Hatcher touches the lives of people of all backgrounds through her business, Heart to Heart Career Training Center. She's a catalyst in providing certification programs for medical professionals. Her newest jointly owned family business, Peak of Joy 3D Ultrasound and Spa, offers a special experience for expecting families via 3D and 4D imaging. Fusing the classic style from her mother and grandparents with her new school forward thinking, she innovates this corner of the maternity industry by also offering the families who visit their studio and spa many ways to immortalize such a special time period in their lives. Arlie, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. Don't make me cry. Don't. (laughs) Arlie, I'm so inspired by you. Please tell us the story. Like... Yeah, was this, I knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, when I was 10, and I've just been working on it ever since? Or how did this come about, your dream, your passion? Well, it started off with being a nurse. I come from a family of nurses. My mother is a registered nurse who now has her doctorate. Hi, Dr. Crew. She's listening now. Hi. (laughs) My grandmother, she's a registered nurse as well. Um, I have many nurses and, you know, healthcare providers um, in my family, and Um, You know, I've just always been inspired to be a nurse. I was so proud of the work that they did and how they were able to help people. And I always just saw them as being these smart, powerful women. And I just knew that that's what I wanted to be. So this is legacy. Definitely legacy. Definitely. This is what it was going to have to be. Yes. Yes. Wow. So so as I got into the nursing field, I, um, I started, you know, with my family and When I had my first daughter, I knew that, you know, I wanted to be in a position to be able to spend more time with her. I wanted to be able to, you know, still provide for my family, but at the same time, still be able to be a full-time mom, you know, there as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I did that by starting Heart to Heart CPR, which has now turned into Heart to Heart Career Training Center. Wow. Um, So initially you were just providing the one training. Yeah. CPR. Yep. Just CPR. And when I was doing CPR, I realized that I was still working full time. I was teaching CPR on the weekends, you know, Saturday and Sunday. So now I'm working seven days a week, Mm -hmm. which is totally not what I was trying to do when I started it all. So that pushed me to offering the career training programs, getting a team involved so that I could maximize my time with my family and still grow my business at the same time. How's that working out? You know, the work family, work life, family balance. Um, It has gotten much, much better over the years because as my business has grown, you know, I have learned a lot more. People always say if I knew then what I knew now. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I've invested in coaches and read lots and lots of books and studied as much as I could so that I'm able to, you know, have a business that doesn't require me to be there 100 percent of the time. Of course, there are still many things that I do in my business, but it's not working day in and day out there like I was before. I read somewhere, Arlie, that you have graduated over 7,000 students. Yeah, we've been open since 2010. We do so much. um, We do CNA training, medication aid, pharmacy technician, phlebotomy, EKG technician. We were just recently approved for medical assistant and a patient care technician program. 
Um, in addition to that, we do BLS, ACLS, PALS training. Plus, we do instructor mm-hmm. courses for the BLS instructor, ACLS instructor, PALS instructor, plus hard savers classes. That's so, a lot. What yeah. was that, like 15? Um, something like that. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, we try to um, we try to meet as many needs as possible for people who need training. We try to be a one-stop shop. You know, if you are going to nursing school, you may want, you obviously have to have CPR training. And a lot of times it's easier to get into nursing school if you have already done CNA training. Mm-hmm. So we try to help them as many ways as possible. Not only that, if you need to make money while you're in college, a great way to do that is to become a CPR instructor. Mm-hmm. You can teach for yourself. You can teach for heart to heart. There are many ways that we try to, you know, help people to be self-sufficient. Lovely. If you're just tuning in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. We are sitting with the lovely Arlie Hatcher, the owner of Heart to Heart Career Training Center and Peak of Joy 3D Ultrasound and Spa. Let's hear about Peak of Joy. Your second baby. So Peak of Joy is most definitely, definitely my baby. Um, Peak of Joy was started because... um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I really wanted to um, be able to go to a one-stop shop. I had a, I went to a 3D ultrasound studio, but I was like, man, it would be so nice if I could have gotten a massage, if mm. you know, if I could have learned infant CPR, even though I already knew it. But I was thinking about other moms who need to know infant CPR. You know, you're teaching infant CPR at Peak of yes, Joy. Yes, we teach infant CPR, and wow. it's free. We teach free infant CPR at Peak of Joy because it's so important that Very our moms innovative. know. Um, the steps to take if you're in an emergency. If there's an emergency with your baby, the time to learn it is not after the emergency happened. So we try to prepare them as much as possible. Um, We also do 3D, 4D ultrasounds. They can see their baby on their 100-inch, on our 100-inch screen, and you can record the baby's heartbeat inside of a teddy bear and take the bear home with you, and you'll have that heartbeat sound for forever. We do prenatal massages. Um, We're going to be adding on a few other things. (laughs) Um, in the springtime, so yeah. prenatal massage, very cool. So I like I like the one stop shop concept because a lot of times, you know, time is of the essence. Yes. So we're able to come in and really leverage that one two hours and get all of this done. Where's Peak of Joy located? Peak of Joy is in Williamsburg. The address is two forty one McLaw Circle. We're in Suite one hundred three. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Peak of Joy three D or on Facebook at Peak of Joy three D Ultrasound and Spa. Um, we do self-scheduling so they can schedule online their appointment. Um, you can call. Of course, we would love to talk to you. And we can tell you your gender as early as nine weeks pregnant through early gender DNA testing. It's 99.6% accurate, which is nearly 100%. But is we don't want to say 100%. Yes, it, the blood comes straight out of your arm. Okay. And the way that it works is all women have XX chromosome. All men have XY chromosome. Any pregnant woman, when you draw her blood, if you find a Y chromosome in it at all, obviously she's carrying a boy. So that's how it works. Wow. They find out in two business days, unless they want to pay the extra $20, then they can find out in one business day. It's awesome. Yes. It really is. We've got just a couple minutes remaining. That's not even the half of what you do because you're also an author and a speaker. Yes. So what are you writing about and where can we find your books? So my book is on ArlieHatcher.com. I have two books, actually. The first one is called Heart of a Mompreneur. It's a combination of stories about female entrepreneurs who are moms and how they're balancing their business and their babies. And um, Shift from Burnout to Boss, that is also a collection of stories about myself and other nurse entrepreneurs 
who are sharing their stories about how they transition nursing into entrepreneurship. It tells their stories. It gives many great ideas about, you know, what other people who are looking to get into business but not quite sure where to go. It tells them what to do and how they did it. I love it. Yeah. You mentioned ArlieHatcher.com. How else can you be reached? Um, I'm on Facebook, Arlie Hatcher. I'm on Instagram at The Entrepreneurs. I would spell it out, but I spell really quick. It's basically entrepreneur, but when you get to the end, write nurse. So it's the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs underscore. Yep. Underscore. Okay. That's and then it. I am going to spell out ArlieHatcher.com. Oh, yeah. yeah do you want to spell, spell it out? I'll spell it. It's A-R-L-E-I-G-H-H-A-T-C-H-E-R.com. You don't know what a struggle it was for me to spell it slow just now. You did well. Thank you so much. ArlieHatcher.com. You said we can get the books there as well? <laughs> yes, my book is on ArlieHatcher.com. Um, send me a Facebook message. I love to, to chat with people and connect. So. And I know you're speaking at schools and different yes. things like that to give back to the youth. Absolutely. Which is so needed. Yeah. When I see so entrepreneur much. programs now, I'm like, man, they didn't have this when I was growing up. You yeah. know, so I just love everything that looks like mentorship, particularly in the entrepreneurship space. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yes. This has been a phenomenal show. Shout out to hashtag WCW leading healthcare entrepreneurs, Arlie Hatcher, Alexandria Davis, and Latasha Vaney. Few announcements for you all. Black Brand is having a general body meeting on the second Saturday of March. Meeting begins at 12 noon. We will have an access to capital presentation during the meeting uh, for a program that is licensed by the Small Business Administration. You definitely want to take advantage of the opportunity to gain as much as $150,000 capital for your business. Also coming up soon, Hampton Roads Real Con 2019, our annual real estate conference. Whether you're interested in uh, mortgage and tax liens, if you're wanting to learn how to flip properties, if you're interested in real estate brokerage, if you want to learn more about the opportunity zones, you definitely want to be a part of HR Real Con 2019. That's happening on Saturday, April 6th uh, at Old Dominion University. You can get your tickets at hrrealcon2019.eventbrite.com. Coming up, if you're tuning in from around the country, Power Rising taking place in New Orleans. Uh, February 21st through 24th, the Power Rising Summit provides a space for black women to turn their power into action and create an actionable agenda. Now's the time to rise up against injustice, bigotry, and any obstacle that stands in the way of our goals. The summit is organized around five key pillars of activism and engagement. They include business and economic empowerment, culture, community and society, education, technology, and innovation, health and wellness, and of course, political empowerment. So prepare to level up in each of these pillars. Next, the Black Women Talk Tech event uh, happening from February 27th through March 1st. If you're tuning in from New York, this is certainly the place to be. Black Women Talk Tech's third annual Roadmap to Billions 2019 conference is an annual tech conference created exclusively by Black Women Founders for Black Women Founders. It's no surprise that Black women in tech are the least funded and supported. So for women who are trying to build billion-dollar companies, heck, even million-dollar companies, this conference creates an environment to foster deep connections and create real funding opportunities. 
3rd, Black Enterprise Women of Power Summit, happening February 28th through March 3rd in Las Vegas. The first conference of its kind, the Women of Power Summit, is a professional leadership conference designed especially for executive women of color. For women in the C-suite looking for a tribe of women to call their own, this is for you. This event brings together more than 1,000 influential businesswomen from across the country. And with a backdrop like Las Vegas, prepare to mix your business with a little bit of pleasure. Last is Summit 21, happening June 7th through 9th, 2019 in Atlanta. 2190, the sister brand to Blavity, is a lifestyle brand focused on the empowerment of women of color, specifically millennial women through learning, growing, discovering, and connecting as a community. The two-day conference taking place June 7th through 9th in Atlanta is set to give entrepreneurs, creators, and influencers the opportunity to gain invaluable insights to achieving their goals while utilizing the latest tools and products from leading innovative partners. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. I really enjoyed it. Look forward to talking next week. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal.